The following episode of the Carnival of Randomness is sponsored by an important message to you, the people from Upsitnik and Associates. Every day there are forces that are taking from you, stealing from you. Your money, your time, your freedom. Immense faceless corporations, banks, credit card companies, insurance providers, government agencies, this list goes on and on. When you are under attack and facing crisis, turn to us, Upsitnik and Associates, attorneys for you, the people. When every day becomes a battle, we can advise and assist. We have been advocates for 40 years. Email us through UpsitniksLaw.com or call us at 1-866-391-3299 or reach out to us through Upsitnik and Associates on Facebook for a prompt, no-obligation communication and consultation. Don't be pushed around. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Carnival of Randomness. And I have to suppress a burp. Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It seems like we've been at this flea market. It seems like a year. We've been waiting for that restaurant. And we're not even going to go. Are we going to go, Zach? I, I think it. at this point. Let's go to like find a dinghy dog or something. But Dinghy dog. <laughs> or something. But the guys are still here hanging around. Except for Steve who ate some chili and had a run. <laughs> so, so we have Dave, David. You're here. Hey. Hey, it's David Harrison. Welcome. Hey, everybody. So we might as well continue on talking and everything. And one thing I was going to bring up was uh, one thing Greg brought up before, alternative endings to movies. Yeah. Remember you were saying about Blade Runner, like yeah. five? Right. Yeah. 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 What do you think of it? Does it ruin everything? Is it? Well, I think it makes you see probably the original way the person wanted to have the thing end. And it, but a lot of it, I guess a lot of it is audience based when they do the test yeah. runs and stuff. And it's like you know, well, they don't like they want a happy ending, or they want they don't want this guy to die, or they don't want this to happen. So you know, unfortunately, you got to pander to the masses, I guess. Well, Rambo actually level, was yeah. going to get killed in First Blood. They even showed the outtake, and now he's now I guess they're going to make another Cobra and maybe another Tango and Cash. So oh, Lord, what the heck would have happened then? The tragedy I, I of that entertainment being lost. Stallone had some bad management or something. I don't know because all of a sudden he is making. Every, he's going to make. He made the last Rocky movie, and then they made Creed. And Creed two, and now he's gonna do another Rocky movie, <laughs> another Rambo movie. And then yeah, Rambo is out movie? now. Well, no, it's Rambo Last Blood, it's and last then in blood. two years, Last Blood Part two. Yeah, because he'll if it's if it's big, he'll do it again. Rock the space aliens, you can't breathe. I gotta do what yeah. I gotta do. Ain't gonna be no air for him either. I gotta go fight, I gotta go fight him. But the one I was wondering about was Blade Runner because if you watch the alternative ending, doesn't it screw up the sequel? Well, it makes it that he's a he's Decker a replicant. A replicant. Yeah. yeah. I don't think they ever really come out and say it, say it, but they. But it imply. was heavily, it was heavily, heavily implied in the yeah. director's cut. I don't know. I have four versions of that movie. I bought all these different <laughs> box sets, and it's like I've got the director's cut, the theatrical one, the the the. Uh, yeah. Another director's cut. You did the final cut. The, the, yeah. the, the, the really no, really, this is the final cut. They're the big box set. Thing. Yeah. Well, there was a one. There was a one disc on there where the actors were talking about the making it and stuff and the water That's, yeah, and, I the watched water that. and all that how it was a shitty it was a pretty crappy shoot yeah there was <laughs> what they were saying yeah the, it, it, I, sometimes I kind of wish I didn't, <coughs> I didn't watch that because you realize that there was a lot of stuff that Ridley Scott was just kind of making up as he went along Mm. And it really kind of it kind of gave me a sour view of Ridley Scott. But know, I was just, impressed with the miniatures, how they did. Oh the, yeah, no, the that was really and yeah. The, the, the special. It's almost like Holy really Grail, good. where if you see the show, they were really cold and miserable. Oh no, yeah, they had they they were getting nothing but shit from everyone. Uh, yeah, they had they only had one castle. They, they every castle is one castle, uh, just wow. shot from different angles because no other place would have yeah. them. Uh, How strange! Yeah, yeah the music people. The music now. people. We'll sort of take that toward music. What do you think of like all the alternative cuts unreleased? Yeah, for me, sometimes I think oh, yeah, when they put these on albums, they didn't release them because they weren't any good. Or is it something you like having the alternative versions and everything? It's kind of a money grab, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know, let's foremost, just call it. What it's it not is, even right? a thinly it's, veiled cash. I mean, it's just it's you know the artist worked on something, and they decided this is how it should be. Yeah. And then it gets out there, and it sells X amount. And then someone says, wait a minute, I can make more money. Yeah, right. I can make more money by putting out this inferior you know, yeah. uh, uh, outtake. The shitty that, demo that, that we did. Uh, that the artist like probably you know, never per- wanted to have see the light of day. I personally <laughs> don't want to hear bands rehearse. 
yeah. want to hear the finished thing. Yeah. One I don't want to hear a bunch of like half-assed, you know, well, let's try this or weird notes or like like I put that thing on Facebook that that take four of Oh Darling. I don't know, did you see that? Yeah. Somebody, well, Giles Martin is the Abbey Road, the new one. So there's an outtake in there. It's Oh Darling, and it's like the fourth take, and it's like it's way more fast domino. I mean, the yeah. his, his original idea was way more fast domino, and it was like woo, you know, way more just straight singing. He didn't have the growl voice going. You know how he does Paul McCartney does that sure. that raspy it, thing. Well, that was gone in this. It was just more of a straight. And it's like, okay, it's not the one we know, but it's an interesting approach, and it's cool to hear. But to me, it's like a, it's like a funny. It is a money grab. I mean, if you really, well, yeah, if you're yeah, a I completist mean, and you want to have everything, everything that's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, would you need fly on the wall? That was a thing for Let It Be, where it was an extra where twenty minutes where you hear them talking in the studio. Yeah, <laughs> or Hendrix has had like ninety albums put out. Yeah, or Led Zeppelin. Who remember when Led Zeppelin? We had that concert back in 2007. There was like 18 million people wanted tickets. Mm-hmm. And they keep, oh, let, let's up in the night. Every now and then they'll put something out. Greatest Hits 3, Greatest Hits 4, live album, live album. Well, yeah, and that's the, you know, and that's that's how, yeah, that's how it continues to get monetized. What, what, did, you, what did you guys say about the, uh, the remastered uh, Let It Be that they did where they took out all the... Well, All the um, let it be Phil naked. Spector, yeah, yeah, Phil Spector overproduction. Well, that was I pretty great. It. That was pretty good. Yeah, I, I think people seem to like that more. Well, McCartney hated that one. Well, yeah, Spector. and I think and I think it's something that they 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 really would have wanted. I think that's one of those rare cases where, you know, the the re release is, is probably better in a lot of ways. It sounded much more organic, and mm-hmm. you could hear the room kind of. You could actually mm-hmm. hear them playing together. It was weird. It's yeah, like, yeah. The, the material you know, comes through a lot more strong, a lot stronger um, without, you know, all of the Spectre's embellishments and, and, and you know, <laughs> layers and whatever. Yeah. Um, and I actually like Long and Winding Road now. I've always hated that song because I can't stand the violins. Oh, and yeah. when you when you hear the song without the violins, it sounds really good. Sounds great. To me. So, yeah, yeah that's yeah, remember always get, That was actually going to be ever, Get Back was going to be the name of the album. It was the idea, even Paul had the idea of traveling around the country in England and just stopping and playing. And then that was, I mean, that was actually recorded before Abbey Road, but then it came out after. Right. And that's if you ever want to see the meltdown of a rock band, watch Let It Be, the documentary. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have that. Yeah, I mean, favorite, I still like Help for a Beatles movie. I can't help. I'd say, oh, it's a good pun there. <laughs> but I still like Help. I don't know why out of all Help the is a funny movie. Well, yeah, it's because it's brilliant. Funny. That's why. I've always liked that better than A Hard Day's Night, though. It's very kind. A Hard Day's Night was more contrived than Help was, I felt. Like, it was more like, Help was... Help was like, no, we're going to make a movie, and it's just us, our sense of humor, our ridiculousness. Our, because, yeah, every time you hear outtakes and things, those guys were goofy as shit. And the thing right. about that, too. They were silly. They loved, like, the goon show and If you were a fan, that's what you want the Beatles to be, kind of, these guys who lived in these same goofy houses next to each other. Yeah, yeah. You didn't, want, you didn't want the reality. You wanted the no. image. Right, the camaraderie. Yeah. 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 Well, that's kind of like what the monkeys tried to do, I think. Yeah, the oh, monkeys yeah. was, yeah. There was, I've never uh, seen the monkeys there, which I saw the episode with the penguin. That was about it. Some of the monkeys, some of the episodes of the monkeys, I remember when they, they rebroadcast them all in the like, late 80s, early 90s. Some of them were really, really funny. Um, it just because they had they had some not bad you know, sitcom writers of the time on that show. So those funny. And those guys were all, they were actors first, really. And musicians second. Some of the musicians not at all, but like, right. you know, they were they were they were a lot more they were a lot more musician than I think people give them credit for. Well, but at the same time, it was very contrived. Yeah, and and sure, you're right. But then, you know, don't forget that by I think you know the third or fourth album, they actually were playing all the parts themselves. Yeah, they were. Yeah, you know, they they and, learned uh, how to do it. They wanted to do it, and they really wanted to do it. They worked hard at it, and they 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 did it. You know, so. Um, I think that uh, they get they get slagged and whatever, yeah. but I like the monkeys. So I'm saying it, and I'm so proud. Davy Jones inspired Axl Rose's stage movements. Monkeys oh, fans, yeah, he did for real. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they, so you ever hear any of Mike Nesmith's solo stuff? I like his some of Shelley's blues. And He's a, yeah, he was yeah he was one of the ones who he was a musician like going in. I mean, they weren't like, Millie Vanilli. They actually did stuff. Yeah, no, they did. Yeah, they did, and they and they say yeah, they sang, they sang. You know, and they yeah, and they got you know they learned yeah, fights yeah later they were they learned how to do it. So well, we have to bring up again because David joined us while Steve's off having chilly stomach pains. Uh, <laughs> Iron Sky popped up again. Yep. 
You do realize you're referring to an episode that will be aired after this one. Yes. (laughs) So that's because the time machine is in full. That's right. Okay, good. Remember, this is the carnival. We've traveled in time before. I know. So Steve will refer to this episode in the next one. confuses me. It confuses me. He will be referring, but we had Iron Sky. But then, Greg, right. I think you thought of a movie. What was that movie called, the one you looked up finally? I am here. Uh, Zone Troopers. Zone Troopers. So, <laughs> yeah, so, so in the future, when Greg can't so remember future, what this movie was called, <laughs> you'll know, it's you'll know it already. This is, we're going to answer some questions to questions you don't even know you have yet. <coughs> so this is this is really well, cool. Well, I will, I will say talking Massive about The Beatles spoilers. is one of the, one yeah, of the worst movies I've ever seen. Welcome to Pod Paradox. Yeah. Yeah. We've, we've done it before. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. I, this so is, we, oh, by the way, this is in no means a criticism. This could only make the show better. Oh, okay. Well, we have Easter Bunny <laughs> yeah. on here and Santa Claus on here. Yeah. No, yep. for real. Yeah. Oh, I have, no, no. Yeah, no, they're real. But one of the worst movies I've ever seen, worst, was that Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts of Band with the Bee Gees. Oh, with the Bee Gees? Oh, yeah, and well. Peter Frampton. Peter Frampton. <laughs> Andy Gibb. Andy Gibb. Yeah, that was a, that was a mess. Uh, Steve Martin. And Steve Martin. That's yeah. right. He was yeah. good, though, as Maxwell. Yeah. With a silver hammer. Which had nothing every, to do with Sergeant Pepper. Every <laughs> musician, every I will say, every musician in that movie was not the reason it was bad. It's just the fact that they did it. I think was bad. Because right. like, I like I I love the Bee Gees for what they were. I like for for their older stuff and their and their and their disco stuff. It was you know, uh, it, it was. I mean, it was popular, but it was well done. Um, I mean, Elton John's in it. You can't say, you know, Tina Turner's in it. Uh, uh, yeah, Peter Frampton. Like, you know, just like people like, you know, they weren't they were slouches, but it was just a bad idea. They probably pitched it as, oh, it's going to be this opinion. epic music thing. Oh, yeah. No, Everybody yeah. wanted to be in on it. Well, and, and then it turned out to be. And yeah, that's the mess. problem when you start doing like those super groups or whatever. Sometimes the whole is less than the sum of its parts. Yes. By yes. far. Well, Elton was a badass in the Kingsman sequel. I haven't seen that. I've seen that. Yeah, I have to see that. I have to go back and watch the first one again because I forget. They were that. good. They were good. They're I fun. Like the yeah, I mean, I want to see those. Too. They're doing a prequel seen. too. There's like, there's the King's Man, which is about, which is going to be, yeah, which is about the first guy like in like World War One, I, I think, <laughs> so like way back, or even earlier than that, maybe I can't remember, but I saw a thing on it. They're doing, yeah, like the the original guy, um, which would be cool. But what was, since we're getting more late, going a little more music in this one, what were your first, like, when you were kids, what's, like, the first album you got and really got you into what kind of music you like now? Like, you said, this is really mine. This is, like, wow, this is what I really like. I I don't know. I One of my favorite albums I bought was the, the first Vanilla Fudge album. And I still, I became big fans of them. And I still like Carmen Epsi, and I still like anything those guys do. Cactus. Any of that stuff that, you know, those Tim Bogart was doing with Carmen Abbasi. I mean, just the vocals and the way and their style, because it was so bizarre, you know. I get him mixed up with Vinny all the time, too. Right. I admit, I don't like to say I mean, something. That's, that's going way back. I mean, late, late, later, I discovered, like, you know, Chick Corea and stuff like that, which, you know, I mean, I just like lots of different stuff. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, you know, my mom, my mom had uh, Beatles records. She had Revolver and Sgt. Peppers, and she had the Association, and she had a lot of different records uh, that uh, I, I, I loved as a kid. But it was all so perfect and untouchable. It was when I, you know, heard the first Clash and Ramones records when I was in high school that uh, I was like, oh. Wow, Ooh, this zone. can actually. <laughs> this is something that I could actually do. Breaking know? rules you didn't know were rules, yeah. right? So that that was really, you know, yeah. what made my head explode. Yeah, yeah, I was like the pariah in my high school because while they were all into their um, journey, REO and everything, I'd be like trying to play Gun Club and why don't you play some good music? Yeah, I mean, I liked the progressive stuff when it came out, like <clears throat> the early Yes and things like that. But then, yeah, I, I kind of gravitated more down. Deep Purple, and those like, are my yeah. faves, you know. And then later yeah. on, I started liking. I like a lot of '90s music. Probably a lot of people don't, but I do. I, you, you know, know I, I think yeah, there Stone was a Temple Pilots. There was a yeah. When you go back and listen to a lot of that stuff now, it just like uh, for it was it was it was it was hugely popular when it came out, and then it was kind of you know they kind of kind of overplayed back. and slagged. And now when you go back listen listen like well I hear tracks from that from Core 
from that first Stone Temple Pilots album, they're like, oh yeah, I remember I really liked these guys right. when they came out. And here they go, it's like, oh no, I really liked this song. It just got but you knew it was, killed on the radio. You knew it was bad when you would go yeah. to a department store and hear them played over on the oh, speakers. Yeah, yeah. It's like, all right, like, this is enough. I heard, uh, on the like on the way here, I heard they're playing uh, Pearl Jam doing a cover of a Mother Love Bone song, Crown of Thorns. I can't remember what it was on. It was like maybe when one of their albums made about on Temple of the Dog. I'm not sure, but I was like, "Oh yeah, I really liked this song," and I remember I'm, I'm absentmindedly singing it, going, "Oh yeah, I really, I really like this song." I know, it comes back, and sometimes you think when I'm I'm behind on a lot of '90s stuff, and then I yeah. go back then and go, "Wow, this stuff wasn't bad." No, there was yeah, there was all the well, good. There was, you know, because yeah. that's when I was really growing up with music in the '90s. So I remember the big one is uh, my cousin had the cassette tape of. Beastie Boys, Licensed to Ill. Oh, right. We played the shit out of that one. But I grew up listening to my my parents' music. My dad was real into Motown and doo-wop, so we would have these mixtapes that a friend of his who sadly just passed away would make. So I'm like, it's like, you know, uh, Speedo and the Cadillacs. Right. You oh, know, wow. all the yeah. old 50s oh, yeah, yeah. Detroit Motown doo-wop stuff. It was it was fantastic. Is, yeah, that's is, great stuff. Is, Genius and forever. Yeah. You were talking about digging around in a show from the future. Yeah. And you'll be talking about digging <laughs> you'll, around. You'll hear this. <laughs> and it's actually David goes away and Steve comes back. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. wait, Steve was there? What the hell's going on? I'll, I'll, I'll walk out of the studio backwards. I was digging around FYE once. Oh, man. And I found this, again, VHS. I've got a lot of VHS because here's another thing. I will stack up VHS audio against DVD audio. Oh, yeah. Well, I think it's much better. There's a bigger spectrum. Tape is thick. You can fit more on it. That's true. You listen to live concerts on VHS like from a studio, a store bought thing mm-hmm. this is really good you know what i have, have stacks of betas still <laughs> i've got yeah. eight tracks in a box in my nice. i think back in my mom's well, I, had a friend I got web cylinders in my car <laughs> <laughs> but i found this copy <laughs> it's uh i don't know if you even Dave, i've you got might, a chamber you know, in my garage paul mccartney at the cavern club have you ever seen this no mm-hmm. what he did was i don't know it's probably done in the 90s again he, he got this group together, and he they went down to the Cavern Club and did a live thing. He's got Ian Pace on drums from Deep Purple. He's got David Gilmore playing guitar. And I forget who the other guys are. He, you know, he found a keyboard guy. And stuff. But it's so, and basically, what this thing is, it's great. Because it's all the rockabilly stuff. There's, oh, hard, yeah, yeah. All there's the stuff no real Beatles songs. I think all the stuff they would have played at the Cavern Club. Yeah, all and the it, stuff it, it's, yeah. I saw her standing there, I think is the only Beatles song, maybe one or two more. But it's really good if you ever get a chance. I'll check I mean, it out. Yeah. Check it out. I yeah. mean, it's just, and I, you know, I'm so used, because I'm not a big, huge Pink Floyd person, but I saw David Gilmore. I'm like, man, this guy knows how to freaking rock. Yeah, he was, yeah, he's, <laughs> you know? yeah, he's a phenomenal guitarist. I mean, yeah, just like. Well, I mean, I've never heard a fast, deep. Uh, a fast, yeah, of him playing fast. Yeah, and yeah it's like, true. even, you know, even when, when you hear. Uh, um, you know, it's not as like, yeah. I that, mean, that like sustain. That when goes I listen to Floyd, years. I'm like Nick Mason. I'm like, can this guy even play fast? I mean, is it yeah. possible? <laughs> you know, they probably do when they're. They probably do every other thing they do. You know, it's probably is, like every yeah. other thing they do. I can think of is a song not now. John, they play that one sort of faster on yeah. final cut. But otherwise, no. Yeah, otherwise, yeah. There was, you know, they just. Yeah. But it's a pretty interesting uh, thing. That's yeah. yeah, it's always interesting when you hear someone step out of their usual, um, you know, genre role or whatever they do, uh, and they you're like, wow, this guy can really do anything. Right. You find right. a YouTube video of uh, Rick Astley doing "Back in Black." Wow. He's playing. He's singing and playing the drums. <laughs> it's excellent. It is excellent because you can tell this guy really loves this music and doesn't get to play it, just having a good time. And then we forget about Rick Astley because he's become a meme. Yeah. a guy, regardless of the poppy kind of stuff, his voice was. There's this whole thing was his oh, voice was cool incredible. Voice. He had a great yeah, voice. He was this little pasty English redhead who could. But man, could he like, boom? Yeah, 
So, but it's then just you like, wonder I'll about some of these, that. like, yeah, yeah, it's on, it's on YouTube, but it's, then it's hilarious. You it's wonder really about like cool. Pat Boone doing an album of metal songs. You yeah, know, that was weird. It was, uh, yeah, I heard it. It was, um, you know, he totally was actually expect. doing backup vocals, I think, on one, too. <laughs> Probably was. He would do anything. Band but management he, he, decisions, well, part three. <laughs> Dio just seemed to be like, he seemed to be a guy who was, uh, in later years, was kind of up for anything. You know, he was in a <laughs> doo wop band. Oh, I have no doubt. He was yeah, he was in a doo wop band when he started. He out. was older than every. He was uh, you know he was yeah. kind of he was an <laughs> wow. older guy when he kind of yeah. got prominent. Got, you know yeah when he hit big he was yeah 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 he definitely he invented had the his devil history. horns. I don't care what anyone says. I'm, yeah, I think he did. <laughs> he's got a saw, his grandma. Yeah. So I saw Dio in the Hollywood Bowl. It was probably uh-huh. 1982, and uh, it was where the uh, he had the dragon though some sacred sort of, heart. Oh, sacred heart. He had a sword. And oh, they yeah. were like, you know, they were like styrofoam boulders covering up the <laughs> monitors in front of the wow. stage. That's what and, you're paid uh, for. The big, you know, the climax of the show was he slayed the dragon. <laughs> was, uh, he was a real life Spinal Tap. Oh it yeah, was. No, that's where they got, that's where they got all that stuff <laughs> from. They got totally all that stuff from Spinal Tap. From yeah, that was that was what was going on. Like <laughs> Iron Maiden had the had the giant eddies on stage. It just I felt like that became like an albatross. No, at I, some saw, point, I saw I saw the so Spinal much. Tap moment. Judas Priest. They came out. They opened with electric. Guy, they come out in pods. Rob Halford got stuck in his pod. Stuck in his pod. Never do pods, uh, man. If one thing uh, is tell you is that Derek Small is getting stuck in that pod. He should never be pod. <laughs> there, yeah. And musicians, I found like when they interviewed about either either most of them love Spinal Tap because they recognize the reality in it, and there are a few, and I can't remember who it was recently that really just hated that movie because they thought it was making fun of musicians. And it's Alice like, Cooper said, "I lived they were it. all musicians." That's the thing; like they right. they played all that stuff. They all, you know. Oh yeah, and they, they, they helped write it too. Yeah, yeah. so know? they, you know, but yeah, they, you know, their second album, "Break Like the Break Wind." Like the wind. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> they've got oh. they've brought in like all these stellar, you know, pro songwriters and producers to work with them. Yeah, it's great material, man. Oh yeah, great I play Christmas with the Devil every year during the holidays. Uh. But I remember I met Dickie Betts from Blue Cheer. They were in town doing an album many many years ago, and his quote to me was. I never seen Spinal Tap, but I think we're living it. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's it's like become part of the culture. Oh, I had a Spinal Tap moment at the gig. Yes, yeah, yeah. many musicians say that the most real music movie is Spinal Tap. Yeah, well, I it's think like so. it's the most real. Like, yeah, this well, is because what, it wasn't like it wasn't sugar coated. It wasn't whitewashed. It was yeah. Like, I mean, I think it makes you look at the pompousness of it and the and the pretentiousness. Yeah, it's like not it's everything like, goes according to yeah. plan, guys. Well, when you see like. The the what were they the original were they the Thamesmen or something originally or were they Cups like, and cakes yeah they they were just just clean cut like Beatles esque band you know it was just like and now they're these these you know eighties heavy metal guys that are just like a jazz artists with Ed Bagley on the drums I still <laughs> right. think the funniest thing I ever saw was the Tiny Stonehenge yeah yeah, yeah that was great. that was that's, hilarious that's fame, died in a scene. in a tragic gardening accident <laughs> I didn't see this thing but did anybody see that anvil Oh yes, I did. No, Actually, Rob like, Mount knows one of those guys. You know, was it good? I mean, I yeah, it was. I never heard of them. Have you ever heard of Anvil? Oh, I think I've been around for like yeah. thirty years. So you heard? Of, I never heard of them. I missed them. Yeah, but I mean, they were a real band from Toronto, and they got back together, and it was almost like that because they go around to these tours, nobody would show up, and yeah. <laughs> I was like, how many times I told them it's it's Spinal Tap, then Puppet Show, right? <laughs> Mime is money. Mime is Mime money. Is money. <laughs> Oh my god! Look at the the cameos from oh all the cameos uh, yeah. from Billy Crystal and Dana Carvey. Yep. <laughs> it was like nobody knew who they were. Yeah, oh, Patrick like, McNee. Oh god, yeah. Sudian Hogg. Yes, yeah, yeah. the Yoko Uno's girlfriend. Yes, that was um. Oh god, I can't remember you her name. You can't say she her was, name now. You have to send her five dollars. I know. Yeah, she uh she was on that show V. <laughs> Oh yeah, she was. She was, and I can't remember. Well, there's that one. Did anybody? I put up actually. I put this on Mike's show, the interview with George Harrison, and there's when Dick Cavett, and he goes to sit down and. He sits down. Dick Cavett said, "Well, we had John and Yoko, and Yoko said, Dude, you know, get itself." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I've been watching a lot of old Dick Cavett clips on YouTube. Oh, They're all over YouTube. Just. Interviewing like Truman Capote and Groucho Marx and, yeah, and Orson great. Welles and like and it's just like and he's still or like he's come back around um, and he's been he's been on a lot of shows and they talk about like a guy you know the guy that it was he uh, famously had an episode where a guy died 
on stage oh during the show. The they never aired it. Yeah, he was, he, and he was some kind of health guru or something. And he says, <laughs> he didn't look good. And this interview, and they went on to talk to somebody else, and they look over, and, he, and he's just, he, they think he's asleep, and they're like, no, he died. And they, yeah, so he said the episode was never aired. It was probably wow. destroyed. But I have to, but, um, to bring it back, you see all these variety talk shows on now. Man, they were these guys are terrible these days. Oh yeah, you look at like I don't know how like to interview Johnny Carson. Like you were lining up to get on the Johnny Carson show, whereas now the talk shows are lining up to get people. Well, there's a lot yeah. more of them, yeah. right? Yeah, there's yeah. a lot. There's, more there's a lot more, and the yeah, uh, and I, I I watch you know it's other thing too. You they they become like I watch them all in clips on YouTube the next day. Yeah, and I see like and I and I loved all those guys, but I just like I'll steal like. Stephen Colbert and then Seth Meyers do the same stuff and, like, and see how they do it differently just because they're, they're, they're always talking about the same thing. They you pick know. a topic and they well, it's beat just, it to it's, death. It's just whatever, <laughs> yeah. you know, whatever's happening with, 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 uh, you with, know, the, the, with the world. With, with, the, with, the, with Trump, largely. Yeah. yeah. Right. But, and, and, and I can't blame them because it's, it's mineable for comedy. Well, it, yeah, it's the low-hanging fruit. Yeah. And that they were they were giving Jimmy Fallon shit because he wasn't talking about it. It was like I, I would be you. like I would mm-hmm. be like yeah I'm I'm not going to do the same material the other two guys are on the exact thing. same time of me or come on later than me. I'll talk about something else. They're doing it and they're doing it well. Why should I do it too? And why are you attacking yeah, yeah. me for not doing it? I it's like just Jimmy like, Fallon. He seems he's silly. Honest, you know. Yeah, and, and he's he, but he's the sil- he's the guy who does the silly stuff. Yeah, he's the, like he's that. the bits. Yeah. He's another guy. He's a musician. Very talented musician. You know, and and he gets to show that off as often as he can. The other one, my dad was lamenting because of Monday Night Football. He laments that Howard Cosell is no longer with us. Right. I think he's probably the only one. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I still People remember. You like can him. find this no. on YouTube too. The clip where he zonked it. I think it was a game in Philadelphia, and he's drunk on here and he boots. And Danny <laughs> Don said that he left because he had the flu. Oh my god! <laughs> I love I love yeah. shit. What? You know, the best thing I always loved about Carson was just how perverted he could be, and it was hilarious. Like that. <laughs> well, I don't know it if this is true or if it was urban it. legend. Jaja Gabor comes on with a cat, and she said, would you like to pet my pussy? He's like, I'd love to, but first you have to move that damn cat. It <laughs> <laughs> well, might have been apocryphal, but... When he was interviewing have. Dolly Parton, and he's like, well, I don't know about everybody else, but I would give my entire year's salary to get a look under that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> he was pretty funny. He played drums, too. Yeah, he was a magician. He was a magician, and yeah, yeah, I heard he like that was my god, that show was funny. You know, bringing it back to what you guys will be saying in your next show (laughs) about great, got it about great, about great comedians. Look at look up the old Rodney Dangerfield. Oh my god, he was on fucking fire, on fire, man. The guy was unbelievable. He was great. I went to my dentist. He said. He said, my teeth are yellow. I said, do you have any advice? He said, yeah, wear a brown necktie. <laughs> like, that's funny. Remember the bowling commercials, though, with him? Like the beer oh commercials. The oh, beer yeah, commercials. yeah. The, 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 yeah, the, the Miller Lite commercials yeah. and the, all those. Yeah, those were, yeah. I get no respect. <laughs> well, and, and even, like, he, he had that, but there was a, everything he did. Like, even though, like, those jokes are great, but he had his whole routine. It's just like... This, he he taught he made self-effacing humor an art form. Yeah, you know right. he li- he lifted it up to to uh, to an art form. You know, and and he his whole thing was. Here's another guy. He was a magician. He started out as a magician as well. Dangerfield. Oh, wow. uh, no, uh, uh, Randy, Randy Dangerfield yeah. was hmm. a, was a magician. I didn't know that. Uh, John Roy, um, and uh, there's a comedian now named John Roy, which is funny. I don't know if that's a coincidence or not, but. Um, he uh, he his whole thing became about bringing up. He discovered so many comics. He discovered Sam. Oh Kinnison. yeah, he, he, he his brought, comedy like, club was yeah, amazing. And the young comedian special that was all him. Like he like guys like Rich Hall and, and he, all these guys. Well, that with the famous thing from of course back to school that we all remember with is Pell Kinnison. Right. Oh God, yeah. Say it. Say it. <laughs> Does anybody know the causes of the Vietnam War? Yeah. What was the imperialist? Is she, is, right? it, is she right? <laughs> I was there. Are you smoking <laughs> dope? <laughs> hey, leave her alone. Well, 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 you, Mister Helper. Good old, I went to my doctor. He said you got to lose weight. I said I want a second opinion. He said, okay, you're ugly too. <laughs> he said, I remember when I was born, the doctor slapped my mother. <laughs> then, you know, he was no so respect, no respect at all. I actually, he he had actually moved since then, but. At the time, Brad Garrett was in Rodney's old club in Vegas. 
So we go to the show to see Another Brad guy. Garrett. He so he's great. He was yeah. funny, and oh I got zinged by him. Nice. Because we're sitting in the front row. He zings me. He calls my grandfather Father Time. <laughs> and then he looks at me. He's like, Jesus Christ, look at the size of this guy's head. <laughs> like, hey, buddy, take that thing off. Mardi Gras over. I oh. almost pissed myself <laughs> laughing. Oh, that is, that's awesome. Did he call you great. Friar Tuck or something? Yeah, he's like, oh, it's Friar Tuck and his merry fucking men. <laughs> that's it. Like, yeah, you know. I was you know, dying. Brad Garrett from... From you know everybody, everybody loves Raymond. Raymond. He could not be more different as a comedian. And the yeah. thing is, just he and just nasty. Like seeing him on TV, you don't funny. get a gauge on how large a man he is. He's big. Yeah, he's, he's big guy. Maybe. Like six foot guy. nine or so. Yeah. The first line guy. he comes out, he looks at some guy wearing a cowboy hat. He's like, "Oh, Texas is here to see the world's largest Jew in captivity." <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever watch any of those uh, the '90s Superman animated? He played Lobo. Yes. Oh, oh, really? He voiced Lobo. Oh, that's awesome. And he did. Uh, he did some other voices on that. That's great. Yeah. He did a couple oh, man. Of villains. But I, I saw him, and I got to see two of the, the great. I saw Carlin perform in Vegas once near the end of his career, and I saw Don Rickles. Oh, that's great. oh man. Yeah. Don Rickles. Oh my God, yeah. that guy. I, he he would go around the audience and he'd say, "Hey, you know, where, where, where's your ancestry?" And somebody yell out and he'd make a joke about it. He goes, "This woman, wait, what, what's your ancestry?" She goes, "Maltese." And he's like, and he turns to the band leader, he's like, "45 years of doing this, I don't have a goddamn joke for Maltese." <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. And it was one of the best shows I'd ever seen in my life. And I think he passed away about two years after I saw he, him. He hung out for a long time. And he always time. did the it thing was, after he did it at the end, and he'd say, like, like you know, I'm God nice bless you God. Yeah, because he was... And he'd give bottles of champagne to people he Oh, no, he was, he was the sweetest guy. And everybody who was friends with him always said yeah. that he was, he was the sweetest guy. That's why he's like, I'm a nice guy. <laughs> Bob Newhart him? and him were, yeah, like... Oh, the best Bob best Newhart friends. is and so is, fun. I love Bob Newhart. I hope he... I, I, I really... I, I, I just... I'm going to be very, very sad. When when he, cause I have one of Bob's albums, it's like a, comp- a, a compilation comedy album. Yeah, his it deadpan is, delivery is what I. The, the whole thing about if Lincoln had a publicist, creating <laughs> Lincoln's like, why don't you wear, wear the shawl, Abe? No, 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 we discussed it. Wear the shawl, Abe. <laughs> like, well, no, I'm not going to be here. Well, why don't you and the missus take in a play? <laughs> he was so funny, but he never had to swear. He had that right. no, no, monotone. Yeah. God damn, he was funny. Yeah, and he's yeah, and he is still like a very you know vital, like sharp. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, and he's he put is an audio book that he put out a year or two ago that I had on Audible. It was a free Audible things, and it was him having him having a series of conversations with a bunch of people he just wanted to have conversations with, and I, uh, there was a whole bunch of just random different celebrities on there that he just wanted to talk to. And have these conversations with, and they were oh, so man, enlightening. And yeah, it's like it's just Bob Newhart's conversations or something. I don't know what it's, but it's it's on Audible, and it's a, I think it's a free thing you can get. On Not only thing. that, but his end of his series is sort of like how we do podcasts we've already done before the other ones are out. <laughs> when he wakes up in a different series, yeah, yeah. oh my god. But I remember oh, yeah. like watching some old Dean Martin show episodes, and they start laughing during the skits. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, well, that's... Well, you, you know, the best of that, Harvey Corman and uh, Tim, Conway Tim Conway on the Carol Burnett show, sure, they couldn't sure. finish half of the routines because they were laughing so hard. Red was the same way. Oh, yeah. yeah. Old oh, this Christmas, yeah. he, they have a state, he just goes, restart, restart. Yeah. <laughs> you know, coming back to that Bob Newhart, Abe Lincoln routine, oh that's also uh, the uh, uh, really important like uh, plot point for the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yeah, I was going to say the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yeah, 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 Because the guy, yeah, the guy swiped it. He... He, he ripped, he it off, ripped from off Bob Newhart for <laughs> his his uh, comedy routine. Yeah, so. and then his career tanks and his wife's career tanks. Oh, that's a good show. I have I have to watch that. It's, it's, it's been on my list. It's, it's, it's a good show. I, one of those I shows like I keep lot. forgetting when I'm the, looking uh, for another show. All of the art direction for like 1950s New York is yeah. really spot on. Well, and and yeah, it's really, really great just you got, to watch. You got Alex, Alex Borstein, she yeah. of Family Guy fame. Right. She is a goddamn stitch. Yeah. Oh, Tony, Tony Shalhoub, uh, a great cast. Yeah. All, all oh, of them are great. Fantastic. Yeah. So, like I think a production value, and there was a show, and they really mistreated a female character on it, really bad in the end. But, but oh, movie, movie. wow! No, no, but, you know, the best thing is just don't one. acknowledge yeah, it. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna. Yeah. Anyway, um, anyway 
But, but no, I remember you said also that could be any show. By well, the way, Solo yeah. actually is going to have another Solo. What did anybody like the Solo movie? I, I love Jesus Kira. Christ. They're they're shitting out another one of those. Yeah. Oh <laughs> hey, no, if they they're make not. Money, they're they're going to make another one. No, you know, if it makes there's, money, that's there's it. talk that it might there might be a series on Disney Plus that takes place in that. Well, they're sorry, but that movie I don't. That movie was awesome. I love that movie. I don't. I will. I. You're the, no, it's, you're entitled no, to like Absolutely, it was fun. a lot of okay, people, a lot go. more people did that didn't. It just didn't make as much money as they wanted Here's, it to because it was a victim of negative. But it must have made enough money yeah. if they're going to do another one. Right? Here's a yeah, question well, though. Yeah, made them another Anybody one. wants the question? What kind? What movie or something have you seen that's like it's gotten sort of panned, but you really like? Oh, a lot or of albums or anything. John Carter from Mars. Haven't seen really? that. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. That movie wasn't bad. I have to it, watch it. Wasn't it. Bad. Yeah. it was a pretty intense. I mean, it was heavy. Now that I watched it, I watched it the other night. I mean, I think the re, it was heavy. It was a lot of explanation. A yeah, lot there of was a lot about yeah. worlds and yeah. all. There was well, a did, lot of aliens in it, and I thought that whatever the CGI was, CGI was, was very good. Really Defoe good. was in there, wasn't he? Wasn't yeah. he like the yeah. Yeah. the Tark Tarkus? Yeah, I've read the books. Well, that's the thing. Another thing, it has a lot of it has a lot of a ton of mythology, right? And and they it sounds like they made the mistake of jamming as much mythology as they could into the first movie, that right. that they, they yeah it's it's hard because it's just like it's I remember when that movie Southland Tales came out and a friend of mine with a rock with a, fr- a friend of mine was like I said it's like oh here it's really bad it's really great though but you really have to read the tie-in comic first I'm like well there's your first mistake right if your movie requires you to yeah. read a comic book to even know what's happening this isn't like school I don't need prerequisites just, well, yeah, for well, you know, no well, one's gonna do that well you know, I mean you, you know like with Clerks to... they had the, the the cut scene where they have the comic but they show what happened to Caitlin Drew's yeah. funeral while they're running out but yeah, you don't need to read no, you don't. It's, it's it's and if you see what happens, it's it's funnier that they didn't. It was a scene that they they did, weren't didn't. I think it's a scene that they didn't get around to shooting, yeah, and it literally be. like uh, Randall uh, is fucking around at the funeral, and knocks her coffin. Yeah, over. it's just and like because you see him running out of the funeral. And they yeah, and it's way funnier. If it, it's funnier that you don't know what happens, but you could just in your head whatever whatever horrible yeah. shit he did is probably the worst. <laughs> you got any ones, David? Yeah. Films. Well, that don't like you go, dudes. Watch this is better than I thought. Yeah, jeez, you know, I, I got it. I, nothing's coming to mind right now. But last night I did watch a movie on HBO that uh, was pretty good. It was called Can You Ever Forgive Me? I, and, you know, that uh, was that. Um, oh, never mind. Go. <laughs> <laughs> and it was really, yeah. really great. Uh, it's uh, 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 McCarthy, Melissa, Melissa McCarthy. McCarthy. She got nominated doing, for an Oscar. Yeah. Oh, she, the one oh, she forged. She yeah, 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 that yeah, was yeah. a really good movie. And uh, you know, yeah. she really doesn't. She plays it straight, and she's a great actress. That's the thing. She's Richard a really e. Grant. Good Richard E. Grant he's is one the of guy my with Nolan oh, and no, I, dude. You with know, Nolan and I. you know, he was fantastic. It was a great film, and Lisa and I uh, really enjoyed it last night. I would actually say one I really like, like that. I don't think it's on the list of bad movies, but I really like was Saint Vincent. Yeah. I like that. And the thing about Bill Murray said he got really because he didn't like how they ended it. He said the guy should they sort of had to go for like the little soft ending. Yeah, yeah. It was Bill Murray, um, Melissa McCarthy, Naomi Watts, Naomi Watts. It was it was a good movie. And they also had the thing. I guess the director tried and tried to get Jack Nicholson to play it. He wouldn't come out and play it. I'm so. kind of glad because I don't think he would have done as good a job as Bill Murray did. Look, anything Bill Murray in his gold, as far as I'm concerned. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, my my vote for the movie. Is the recent is the Baywatch movie? What the critics panned it? I laughed my ass off at it. It looked funny. It looked. I funny. laughed my ass off yeah. because you know what? And I've made this distinction before. There's good and there's entertaining. Yeah, right. That movie was entertaining. And Zach Efron is a Zach Efron and The Rock He's, together yeah. were goddamn. Excuse me, Dwayne Johnson were goddamn hilarious. Yeah, he's yeah. great. Like, yeah. he, go, like he goes to yeah. fake him out, and he he's falling in the pool. He's like, didn't touch it, you dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, well actually, yeah. speaking of Bill Murray, a couple of years, actually, last year, he played here at the Auditorium Theater. Yeah, what he did was he came there. here, and he played over two hours. He did old Americana, so not like real America, like Stephen Foster, Swanee River, all these with the band. And he came here, and I got to tell you, he was just, he's got something about him. Bill Murray? He's entertaining. You mean he, Steve Martin? No, Bill Murray. I oh, was really? there. 
Yeah, I remember, oh, I remember that yeah, show. Yeah, I, couldn't, played, I was somewhere. I, was there. I couldn't get down and to it. And yes, he made a comedy. comes out and he goes, I just saw a little Ghostbusters car out there. <laughs> he, like, he makes a comment before they yeah, come out. Okay, hello, hello. Make sure no cameras. And then he comes out and there was musicians and he's reading like from Mark Twain, Civil War Diaries, and they would sing songs. Oh, okay. And he was just, he's got something about him. Oh, yeah. Like he was really entertaining. At the end, he's got like bouquets of roses. He's throwing them to the audience. <laughs> Wow. But he he's can, he can do whatever thing. he wants. He's got the he's got the the Hollywood blank check of yeah, he can do. Yeah. Some yeah. of his movies I didn't really get, but yet I still liked him in it. Like Lost in Translation, I couldn't really follow. I like that movie a lot. Actually. I'm not yeah. saying it was a bad movie. I just couldn't I couldn't follow it. It's it's a it's a different kind of movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah I, I I have that. Never watched it. <laughs> I like it. I assume. you know, but he's just but to me, and I saw it on TV recently, and it made me realize just how fucking funny it was. Was Stripes? Yeah. Oh no, Stripes. Stripes, yeah. Stripes is so funny. Zipping France, lighten up Francis. Yeah, lighten up Francis. Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna. I mean, and you look at the mm-hmm. casting of that movie. Yeah, John Candy. John Candy, Harold Ramis, Bill Murray. Yeah. Doesn't matter who else. You got those three. You got a fucking movie. <laughs> that's the other thing is, like, in terms of Sean comedians. Young, PJ Souls. Oh, yeah, PJ they were Souls. great. They Some, were both great. Like, and a from, lot of comedians, they, off screen, they might not be like what they seem, but everybody loved John Candy. And from what yeah. I hear, PJ Souls is a sweetheart. Oh, very oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. I saw her. She came here if they showed Halloween at Yeah, she comes around to, like, yeah. the horror conventions. And and she too, she actually had a good one. She said, she said the original casting, remember the kid who gets had sex with her and then gets strangled, gets pinned? Yeah, yeah. That was going to be Dennis Quaid, who she was dating at oh, the wow. time. And she said, imagine that, breaking up with somebody, getting to see him take a knife in the head. In the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's another one where uh, uh, that movie, uh, there's a shit ton of innovation in Halloween. Yeah. Um, that whole first, the whole first segment of the movie is a, is a, uh, is a, is a long continuous shot from, from five-year-old Michael Myers perspective of him going into the house around up the stairs and 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 knifing his sister is a continuous shot that they and they in one of the uh documentaries they show how they did it they like they had to move they like this crew going through the house they had to move things around and people had to run around to come to the other side and you know just like because it's just one long continuous shot and just like and this is a independent right. slasher movie and granted it was the kind of the first yeah um but like, and again, it's like it's weird where they really don't explain like why he's in, he's just got possessed or something. No, he's not even as no supernatural I mean, I mean, element to people, it. It's just some people get, like, are some just characters they lose everything, their dragons and everything else, and then you have one bad day and everybody. But, insists, and that's the and, then, and that's yeah, the problem and, yeah, I have with the, the horror all. movies is you, you you have to make the distinctions on where you lump the people, you know, because you can't really put Ghostface from Scream and Michael Myers in with the other guys because they're human. They're not supernatural. Yeah. Yeah, but that's a question. So Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, Jason, but, Pinhead. But that's the thing. Jason Voorhees. There's another one. I could talk to some Jason Voorhees. <laughs> yeah. Jason Voorhees does not become quote unquote supernatural until like the third, uh, or fourth until one. really part six. Really, I thought it was earlier. really is it the lightning that revives? It's because him? he's oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's why it's my favorite one. Um, because it is, it, it, and it's it's very it's very, there's like a lot of comedy in it. Oh God! Um, and that's that's when they really start winking the eye towards the audience, saying, "Look, okay, we understand how ridiculous yeah, yeah. this is." And pe- Remember two movies ago, the final chapter. Anyway, yeah. and people two forget. <laughs> and people <laughs> forget he wasn't the first. He wasn't no, the killer in it, the first movie. It was Pamela Voorhees. Yeah. Pamela Voorhees was the was the killer in in, in Friday the Thirteenth. Then Jason Voorhees uh, is is you know back somehow back because he's dead because he's been because he's been living in the woods the whole time. Um, growing up living in the woods in a shack, you know, eating, you know, uh, berries and twigs and shit. Um, oh, so he's on keto. And, yeah. Yeah. He's, it's why he's so, that's why he's so, he's just, that's yeah, why he's so jacked. Cause he's on jacked. keto, paleo keto. Um, and then he gets the, 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 the hockey mask like halfway through part three because Shelly, the goofy, uh, the goofy dork who who just wants everyone to like him because yeah. he so he so he scares people is wearing it and he takes it and he has it for the rest of the you know yeah the that's when the Halloween uh, the uh, the Halloween the hockey mask comes I got to start watching these I've never oh, seen man. one well, that's one thing I own the box you know, we're, getting, we're getting near but, yeah, the season it's already out I don't celebrate till October and I think the first podcast will be in October but this one will be a little before it oh, but. 
How uh, horror films? Anybody favorites? Anyone you like? Something to record? You know, talk horror? Any like? Is there a horror movie you're into? Or eh, not really. you're not really no, into horror? No, I'm not really into horror movies. No. I am. Life so is life is pretty horrible sometimes on its own. <laughs> I don't need a movie too. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, oh, do you watch stuff for Halloween? Anything related? Like do you like the Charlie Brown or Oh, the Great Pumpkins? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Charlie Brown's speed. an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna throw for me, it, it scared the hell out of me then, but it's still a great movie, is a Phantasm. Oh yeah, no. Talk, talk about Phantasm another, is a another great movie. Batshit series of movies that has a rabid fan base. Well, you yeah. know the story where Coscarelli went off like to the woods or something into a cabin and wrote this thing. And to me, that's like the ultimate scary Saturday night movie because I always used to watch it. It is it's insane. Like everything. Yeah. It's like, okay, we're gonna have interdimensional yeah, aliens, aliens in a mortuary. The living dead. Boy. Uh, a scary boogeyman. A you know a like uh, yeah. It, it just it's ha- it has it has everything. everything. It literally has everything. It has. Did you ever see Angus Shrim at a comedy like a oh, Angus thing? Yeah, he yeah. passed away. Or, a couple yeah, of he did. I'm going to do all the lines, and he did the whole line for all the lines he did from the movie. And he was like five nine. Yeah, that's the other thing too. Like that's he was the, the tall he man. Wasn't, he, he wasn't, wasn't as tall. tall. They all did. They all had to shoot him. They're like he was not tall. Yeah, no, he, he was a very average height guy. The, the first thing people notice about him is like, oh, he's not really tall. I'm like, yeah, no, they just that was the thing you can yeah. do with movies. You can make people tall. <laughs> I just oh, saw The Conjuring. That was pretty oh. good. That yeah. Well, that actually got me totally off topic. Except for height was Link Ray. I never knew how short he was. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, he was not a big guy. No, yeah. Yeah. just saying, because he always, they pictured him, like, and then when I saw him, he's a you know, small guy. Joey Ramone, on the other hand, yeah. very tall. Very yeah. tall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but I just remembered that there was a shock when I saw him, because I didn't realize he was that short. Well, what do you got? Halloween is uh, a classic. Um, oh, yeah. Always watch Halloween on Halloween. Um, uh, yeah, I like the Phantasm series. It's fun. I love... Hellraiser, the original. Yes. Hell, uh, Hellraiser and Hellraiser, Hellraiser 2. I was going to say, yeah. 3 was borderline, three but was, after yeah. 3, after it just three, went it downhill. Just, it, yeah, and then... I'm a, not, it doesn't stop me from some of the direct video, Some of the... A couple of the direct-to-video ones are cool in spite of the fact that they're Hellraiser movies, because a lot of those weren't supposed to be. They just got made because they jammed Hellraiser into them. Yeah. Um, but Doug Bradley is uh, is the best. Awesome. Um and he's a metal fan, and it's yeah, he lives Man. somewhere in Pennsylvania. Candyman was good, yeah. Um, was really never into the Freddy. There, there movies, is a horror. Movie okay, there you go. Love. Yeah. I, I, I love yeah. the Evil Dead, man. I love oh yeah, the Evil yeah. Dead. That, yeah. Evil that Dead. stuff is great. That is, yeah, that Evil Dead Two, Army of Darkness, all that stuff is killer. <laughs> and Ash vs. <laughs> Evil Dead, if you get a chance, it's all the all whole three seasons of it are on Netflix. Yeah, it is. I'm actually it's I'm hilarious and very very gross. But it's, it's very see, funny. I've seen it. Uh, yeah, it's Ash vs. Evil, Evil Dead. Dead. It's a oh. series that had three seasons on Stars. And it was okay. And now they actually awesome. did a Bubba Hotep prequel on a comic book, Bubba Hotep versus the comics. Oh, oh God, yeah. Bubba Hotep um, is, is, that is, is an, an incredible movie. movie and has the best Bruce Campbell performance as as old Elvis, you know, and, yeah. and, uh, and it's a whole thing. Like... Whether or not he's really Elvis, you know, the thing. is he really Elvis is or is he just a crazy Kennedy old guy? Well, yeah, is Ozzy Davis really President, President Kennedy? It's like they dyed me this color. They, they me this the color. Story that he they had took out impo- my, half my brain and filled imposter, it with a bag of sand. An imposter got like the the Elvis imposter took over. Yeah, for him yeah, it was a, he? Yeah, he, he and he it was, was the imposter that died on the toilet. Yeah, he got sick of being famous, and this guy he met this guy, and it was like, you can be Elvis, and I'm just going to be some guy, and <laughs> and he tells that story, and you're like, yeah, but this is also a very old guy in a nursing home who could either. Just be just telling imagine. a story or just be crazy. Well, like for Rock, I still his like, friend is obviously insane. I, I'm not into yeah. the Elvis movies. I always really loved Girl Can't Help It for Rock movies. Yeah. That's like the one you got to see. That's like all you kind of stuff. But, oh, God, they, they just puked out those Elvis movies, and he did, obviously didn't want it. No, he, yeah. he was doing it for a Speaking of Girl no, Can't the, the Colonel had it. Was, him yeah, it was, it was, it was, yeah, up, it was, yeah, it was Tom. You know, it was, he was, he was just, it's shitty management. Part oh, seven. Yeah. Shitty management part, part seven. seven. Yeah, whatever part we're on. We keep talking about yeah. that's always shitty management. Uh, well, you know, it's, it's the same thing with movies. A lot of times the actors get 
get the brunt of it, but it's really the directors and the producers and the guys that green light yeah. these things. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah let's uh, you know, uh, giant banana attacks near. Oh, you know, whatever. It's like, oh, it's like okay, yeah, let's do it. It's like you don't yeah. have the hero yeah. well, of the story. Make, they, they were easy to make and they made money. Yeah. yeah, they were easy to make and they made money. Yeah. Right, right. Because the truth of it is that you know, directors and writers and actors don't really make movies. No. Accountants. Like underwriters and lawyers and lawyers yeah you know stage producers they make movies that's why when you yeah. get movies like independent movies that become big like the original star wars right uh halloween Night you know they living dead yeah a lot of stuff like because this stuff was made out of the studio system and also considering and george lucas made all his movies really he made them. They were distributed by 20th Century Fox, but he made them all outside of the Hollywood system because yeah. he refused to be part of yeah. the Directors Guild because yeah. he didn't want. He did at the time they had to. You had to have some kind of opening credits uh, that would name. You know, you'd have to have the director's name before it would have to say like a George Lucas film, Bob, and that was uh, a director's credit and writers credit or writers guild. All of the guilds made you have opening titles. And he was like, "No, my movies start this way, and I, I don't, you know." And that's, you know, he wanted to make the movie he wanted. I think to make. of the irony is that came because he couldn't get right to make a Flash Gordon movie. Yeah, did you say, Greg? From the old, that comes from the old serials, the way they do the school. Oh yeah, Star yeah. Wars movies. That's yeah. yeah, that's that's yeah. totally what he was doing. It was a, it was a send up to those movies, and people, you know, now is so far removed. It's oh, its God. own thing. That's ridiculous. Right, but then when something independent gets out and gets popular, then it's they make cool. a million then they, Yeah, then, then right? the, studios, right, yeah. the studios take it over, and then you sell it to Disney for $4 million. Well, you know, like, again, wouldn't you? Sort of the I would sell it to I, Disney I am, not criticizing, I am not criticizing him at all. It was a very smart move on his part, because he didn't want to do them anymore, because yeah. when he tried to make them again, as you like them he or not, like them, everyone, he burned and, out, and everyone, a lot of people didn't like them, and it hurt him. It did. It, yeah. it like hurt his feelings, and I feel kind of bad about that. But it's just like it is what it is. But he was just like, I don't want to do this anymore because the last time I tried to do this, everybody shit on me, and I became a joke. And I just, I just want to go back to making. If I'm gonna make a movie, I want to make an experimental movie. I would that like no to one's see him do see. that though, like make some stuff yeah. like that. But one of the things wrapping around a little is, I mean, it is all about money in a lot of ways. And you see, like, especially like I see now, how so many things prey on nostalgia. Like a lot of these well, bands, our, our, a lot of these bands that were but poorly. That were badly reviewed are now classics because somebody can make a buck off. Them. Oh yeah. God, yeah. that's you know the cult classic. You know, when, yeah, whenever somebody of, labels something people, as a cult classic, you know you're in for something. Right? Uh, there are a lot of <laughs> artists who didn't who 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 struggled for a long time in the interim who are now getting an opportunity to get some of that bank now. I don't blame them. Yeah, I don't. No, I don't blame, I don't blame, them, blame but... these guys for going on nostalgia tours because people will come out to see them and it's just like good for them. You know, it's like because like, you know back in the day they weren't. A lot of them were just trying to do what they wanted to do, you know. Yeah. Just like, yeah, it's just you like come I got. I've sort of become. I admit, I've so, in some ways upsides I, and downsides. Yeah, you know, I look everything. at this. Some of my friends are the same way. We were sort of like music snobs, but then in the end, you go, you like what you like. Yeah, yeah. You know, I prefer my small club gigs and my little bands. But if somebody wants to go to a big show and you enjoy it, go. Exactly. Yeah, I, I will yeah. say one thing though is because I remember when I used to go years ago, and. I, I would fifteen bucks for a show at the War Memorial. Oh my God, they're raising the prices. <laughs> oh God, would you kill for fifteen dollars <laughs> now? Yeah. There's no way yeah, I would that, enjoy that, a concert if I had to pay a hundred dollars. I don't have a hundred dollars for yeah. a ticket. Are you kidding me? I know it's yeah. crazy. You, you know, there's an article about the Stones from 1976. They were they were called greedy because they raised their prices to seven dollars. Yeah, I know people who saw Led Zeppelin here on their their tour for Led Zeppelin three tickets were three dollars. Yeah, they're three fifty four dollars. Yeah. It was like it was, it was like yeah. the first time gas hit a dollar a gallon. Everybody freaked out. We'd give our we'd give up our children for a dollar gas now. <laughs> Let's see. I know. I love watching old movies where they show gas stations. Yeah, it's like oh, thirty nine cents. Like, like son of a bitch. It's a huge factor though. It's just like it is. You know, that's the thing. But it's amazing. Plus, also, they don't sell as many records, CDs, so they have to make their money touring. Well, the yeah, thing $3 is, dollars then is eight dollars now, and yeah. hundred dollars then is you know. You don't realize dollars yeah. you know just like you don't realize that there was a time for you youngins. Oh, <laughs> yeah, there was a time when as young as I look. this whole rock and roll thing was very very new. Yeah, it was very different, and it was really fringe stuff. Like I remember watching. We, we were talking about. Uh, interview shows i saw deep purple on the mike douglas show yeah playing hush i saw vanilla fudge was on ed sullivan you know uh blue cheer was on the steve allen show and you can find that on youtube it, it's freaking amazing i mean these bands that was like that's what you had yeah it was like yeah. a 
that was the we're going to have a really something really different now really and you know true. and and who knows what those guys got out of it and the rules were all different and i think like you said a lot of these guys a lot less competition on television we get saw on television you were getting seen by everybody yeah because right. well, yeah, back then we had three net two or three yeah. networks yeah. and that's it yeah, yeah, it's amazing like how things have changed too like either we could all have long hair nobody's going to call us a hippie you know, yeah. it's amazing now how I remember, like, my dad's barber's one of these guys still stuck in the 50s. He called me a girl when I went in there because my hair was down to oh, here. Yeah, man. You, you, know? you got yeah. your ass kicked. Like, you know, one of those guys yeah. that did bike. Like, way, to, way to have hair, pinko. Yeah. yeah. Or, like, yeah. you get your hair up here or whatever, wear a tie. It's amazing how things have changed like that. When yeah, nobody, just, like, because like, we had, like, when I went to rock shows, I went to shows. Sorry, my parents yeah. were very good about going to concerts. But, you know, I have family in a band, and... I would have friends of mine in a school. They wouldn't be. They wouldn't let them go. Or like it was like Ozzy knew the devil. Or these are really. <laughs> oh like, yeah, no, yeah. Things. It was like, it was, everything nobody, was their satanic. parents would not let them go. Knights in Satan's service. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And I would like, ask people. It's like, so what does that mean though yeah. when you say that? Or they would say like the, the kiss things were two Nazi things. Considering two of the members are Jewish. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was just like not yeah. just Jewish, but Tel Aviv Jewish. Yeah, not yeah like Jewish like, descent born in Israel. Yeah, right? well, it's all the popular. His fucking name is Chaim, for God's sake. Like all these, like, yeah, I heard stories. You know, it's like I heard this, I heard that. Well, and back yeah. then, and I've said this before, that was the original viral video. It's somebody heard from somebody else oh, yeah, in some other you know, state that this was true. It's like, how did it spread without the internet? But everybody knew him. Well, Ozzy Osbourne said it very well. They picked the name out of a famous horror movie from the 60s. Yeah, Black Sabbath. And they used to be Earth and Blues Band. And what happened, they said, like, Geezer Butler is a vegetarian, strong Catholic. And they started wearing the crosses because people, weirdos would come to the hotel. And somebody asked Ozzy the one time, he said, you know, by saying the name, you invoke the devil. And all Ozzy said was, explains why the first album didn't sell very well. (laughs) But it's amazing how things have changed like that now. And now it's, but, yeah, now but it's kind I still of look at, I admit, I look at concerts and I go, okay, I'll go see, like I was going to go see The Who one time. I'm like, well, I'm not seeing The Who. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of my favorite bands now is a band called Ghost. And their whole their whole thing is is this satanic imagery. Um, and it's, and it's, you know, and it's 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 a goof. You know, it's like obviously nobody really takes it seriously. Though there are a lot of fans who do take it seriously, yeah. and and they're funny. Um, but at the same time, it's just like, you know, they're billed as a metal band, but they're not at all metal. <laughs> they're very good band, like, but they're like not Jeff at all Tuttle. metal. They're very, they they're yeah. Their earlier stuff is very like Blue Oyster Cult kind of um, sound. But um, they there was one town, one major city they went to. Uh, there was a protest at. And then they asked, you know, the singer, the the main guy in the band, who was just like, what did you think? I was like, oh, that was, I've been waiting for that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've been waiting for that. I was very excited to hear that. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it makes me sad, I guess, a little. But mostly it's just like, yeah, more people will see that. And you're just like, yeah, it's I really like, thought that was going to happen oh, more in America. They used to be out at the really War Memorial. It. Like, I remember some, they, they used to be out around oh, the yeah. War But one thing I was going to say, I mean, there's all these bands. Custom, you could see some very, very good local bands here for yeah, a lot speaking less. Of speaking of that, we have Dave from Fault Your Band, yeah. Fault hey. Positives. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey. So tell us a little about your band and stuff. Yeah, okay, cool. Uh, well, uh, we're uh, we're a Rochester band, just getting started, and uh, I've got a couple of uh, songs up on the Bandcamp, and you can find us on the Facebook, and uh, <laughs> you uh, just Google uh, False Positives Rochester, because there are some false, false links positives out there. You don't <laughs> want them, you want the real, true false positives. Just Google False Positives Rochester, and you can get a couple of tracks off of Bandcamp. It's... Uh, it's, uh, you know, stream it or download it, name your own price. And then we're also recording some new stuff over at uh, Professor Anonymous's studios <laughs> that uh, we'll friend be working on. Friend of the podcast, on. Don and Susan. Oh, yeah, hey, Don, Hi, Don and Susan. Susan. So, um, uh, yeah, so we've, uh, we're just having a lot of fun. This uh, We've got a show coming up at the Record Archive on Wednesday, October 2nd. It's that... Uh, the record archive happy hour in that back room such a cool you know it is it's really such cool. a cool where room. else can you play under a t-rex and a chandelier I nowhere know. my friend absolutely <laughs> you know what just yeah. for you the, the we're best. gonna go back in time and put this one on before the one that steve was on well now you're just messing the world up <laughs> all right so yeah you know we, we're having a good time where it's like uh it's a you know a garage uh power pop rock and roll type thing and basically uh doing all the songs that i just all of my guilty pleasures that i don't mind just bearing well you know your uh, guilty pleasures one of mine they don't know about us oh yeah yeah we're gonna do that one we'll we'll do that one yeah we'll do that 
And so uh, we're doing two two long sets. Uh, so it's chock full of brand new originals and a bunch of crusty old uh, covers that are my favorites. And uh, hope people can come out. Six o'clock, six p.m. Early show. There's snacks back there. Ooh, snacks. It's free. It's, all fun. Uh, it's a great bar. So you know, come on out Wednesday, October second, nice six o'clock at the who, Record who Archive. Who else is in the band? I don't, I don't who else is in the band? Well, I don't uh, know you. So, so yeah. I so, with you one time. So, so Don, there. I've got Don Blair in the band right now, and that's really great because he sings fantastic. He's probably the best singer in the band right now, and uh, he's been doing uh, keyboards and vocals. We've got uh, Brian Murray on bass. Oh, okay. Brian is just fantastic, and he's been putting up with me for years, making him learn all kinds of songs. You know that we get to play out once or twice, and then he has to learn a new one. Uh, <laughs> and then Brian's um, funny. I love Brian. Brian is fantastic. And then uh, we've got uh, Paco Vivenza from uh, Spain, uh, who uh, just answered an ad on Craigslist and blew me away with his drums, and uh, he's playing drums. And so we've got a really good, pretty uh, pretty tight band right now. I, say, I, saw, I saw you at Skylark at your gig. The guys are really good. They'll blow you away. They're very entertaining. Oh, it's like, Greg, you did. There was a really good gig at Johnny's. You and Susie and Anonymous Willpower did a couple of Yeah, that was a thing. Ruined one of my friends when I was leaving said, Go say hi to your girlfriend, Daenerys, and I'm going to kill her. <laughs> but otherwise, it was a really good gig. <clears throat> but yeah, go check it them out. They're really good. Thanks, guys. Thanks. And you're allowed in. Would you like to introduce yourself? Oh, first of all, yeah. any other plugs here? I know you. Uh, uh, I think you're going to say yeah. you're going to play. I'm going to say I'm going to play in a future episode. Um, <laughs> it's uh, and we'll, we'll you'll find out about it soon. Yeah, there'll be more plugs coming. Yeah, stay tuned for that stay one. Stay tuned for that. Yes, one. same thing, yeah. Greg. Or like, my son is in the play. You're, yes, and I'm in the play with uh, oh, wow. the son yeah. Yeah. Miles. Six Miles degrees of separation. Yeah. Yeah. Is, uh, one of my favorite. Oh, yeah. One of my favorite oh, local actors. We're bringing people together. I've been at the DVC many times. Many times. Well, DVC is a big connection to the carnival because I'm friends with them and we try to promote them. And they're all really good. The Savastanos. There was ever. Yeah. So hey, hey, Mario and MJ. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, they're in. They'll so. be back at They'll some be, point. Yes. Yeah. So we can. Thanks a lot, guys. What are we it's always fun. Do, no, would you like to talk about your songs? We can play them at the end here for okay, you. Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, so these are the demos that are up on uh, on the Bandcamp, and you, like I said, you can uh, go ahead and stream them or download them, name your own price. Uh, they're original songs that I recorded on my uh, 10-year-old laptop in my basement. <laughs> and um, <laughs> then the drum tracks, actually, were uh, we did a virtual exchange with... Uh, the uh, the last drummer in my my old band, the Voodoo Dolls from Boston, uh, Bruce Pierce has a home studio, American Bulldog Studios, and uh, he uh, he uh, did the drum tracks for me. We just basically traded the files back and forth, and you know, came out pretty good. I think you you tell me. There yeah, you go. we'll put all the info up and everything. Yeah, well links yeah. below, yada yada, et cetera, et cetera. You guys know how to go. I, th- I think Miles Harrison is an excellent actor's name. I must. <laughs> it is a great, is a great actor. Yeah, I must know who this is because I must have seen him. You, was, yeah, he was. A, you, you saw Titus. I mean everything. You know, yeah, you everything. saw. He was. He He's was my tall kid. He was oh. a tall kid. <laughs> he was my my son, my good son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a handy cue for that role, Patrick. Ah, uh, so, and on that, what one. you should have had was dragons and somebody oh, was okay. like a tragic uh, hero. Yeah, no, yeah. Okay. And for that, everybody, you're welcome back anytime. Hope you had fun yeah. and stay tuned for music. Stop. See ya. Bye. Bye.